We're not done over here. I'm going to do it again. Anyway. <laughs> well, once upon a time, I was falling in love, but now I'm only falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing I can do. A total eclipse to my heart. Yeah. 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 We have the best warm-ups. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Table in a Basement. My name is Josh. My name is Jared. And as you can tell by our little intro, little ditty, we have with us Mike. Welcome back, Mike. Hey, guys. I might, I might edit that out. No, you're going to keep that. <laughs> yeah, I probably will. <laughs> yeah, so welcome back to Table in the Basement. This is our episode, I think, 16. Yeah. Pretty sure, episode 16. So making waves, getting there, making work. It is exciting, and hopefully this episode falls in a correct order again. I think we're back on a streak of actually having episodes that make sense in terms of like a No, yeah, yeah. We timeline. cleared this up. We cleared it up. All right, perfect. So, welcome to Ash Episode 16, prefer- preferably followed by pre-seating, pre-seating, I don't know what I'm trying to say. This episode is after Episode 15, hopefully. I was trying to do something witty, and it all fell apart because it's just what I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, who wants to lead us off with a topic? Uh, uh, I can do it, sure. I guess I am. I'll just give the Twitter update. The Twitter update's always an easy thing to do to get us warmed up. So, this week on Twitter, once again, putting in the work, trying to find us potential hosts or special guests for the show. So, this week, one of the people I got in touch with after it loads, um, where are we at? We did that one, did that one. Oh, there we go. John Cena. John Cena. (laughs) The one I was looking for. So, hello, Mr. Cena. Would you like to be on a podcast? I would normally end this solicitation with something witty, but I'm quite tired. Weekends, right? (laughs) I wasn't really sure how to spell that particular sound bit. Or I would have done it. You should come up with a rhyme every time you tweet to somebody. Man, that sounds like... <laughs> hey, John Cena, are you Mina? Or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds... A near rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And also... Hey, Rock, why don't you get you in your big old over here? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Block? We're yeah. Trying to, yeah, we're trying to find a, a word that rhymes with rock. A four-letter word. One rock. syllable. Mock? There we go. Stock. Anyways... Speaking of The Rock, I also got in touch with him. Again. (laughs) I mean, if you're going to try to get in touch with John Cena, of course, I got to make my way back to The Rock because really John Cena is the poor man's The Rock. Let's be honest. Yeah. So, at The Rock, hey, Dwayne, what's shaking? Just letting you know that we still have that guest spot open as well as the stepdad position. Act quick, though. Jared is starting to turn into a deviant without a present male role model. That is true. And hashtag stepdad hashtag catch. I am, in, I am in need of a father figure right now. <laughs> Jerry needs a father figure, so hopefully The Rock responds. It's been a day or so. Can we please, like, escalate it to the point, like, hey, you haven't been returning my messages. <laughs> hey, seriously, this is getting old. You can't treat people like this. Oh, so this is what you're going to do? You're going to burn bridges? <laughs> you're just, <laughs> just going to turn a cold shoulder to me? <laughs> I like that Jared really needs a catch. Yeah. <laughs> have a catch. Just go out in this yard and have a catch. That's all we're asking. Yeah. What little bit of a yard I, I have. Say, like being <laughs> a step, yeah. like being someone's stepdad is not a huge commitment. Like you can feel free to go above and beyond, but like 
really just have a catch with the kid is all we're asking. Yeah, Roman Reigns has been doing like a radio ad or like a commercial that says it only takes a minute to make a moment, become a dad or something, yeah. become a father. Yeah, that's your cousin, The Rock. And it's like, Get it together. dude, yeah, just take a moment and play catch with me and that automatically makes you a good father. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Like Jared is like starting to hang out with bad people and just... I heard he got a tattoo. I've heard I've gotten in with a rough crowd. Rough crowd. So anyways, that was the Twitter update. Still nothing. Once again, though, throwing hooks out there still. Someday a fish will be caught, and it will be just the biggest mess of a situation because this should not really be a show that someone, well, <laughs> celebrity gets a I think we on. need to reach out to some C-list celebrities, C-and-D-list celebrities. celebrities? What, what letter of the alphabet are they as far as list? Uh, I would say like B a and C. section of like D or something. Like a D-list celebrity subsection YouTube. Who also fits in with D-list celebrities? Is that like Jay Baruchel and like Pete Davidson? No, they're A. I would say like I'd say B. No, I'd say A minus. Regional celebrities maybe? A is like Robert Downey Jr., Tom Cruise, Beyonce. Okay, so B plus A minus I think anyone after B doesn't really matter at that point, like how you classify them. Yeah. Like B people are like people that were like in the spotlight at some point, but now it kind of has been. C or is just like... A name I recognize, and D mm-hmm. is just... Sci-Fi Channel original. D is and... just, like, somebody that, like, 15 people can name off the top of their head. Where's the most popular person in high school? E. Like an E-list celebrity? I don't even think... Or would they I be, think like, a Z? Given our area, I feel like that would be generous. A Z-list celebrity? A modest Q. <laughs> modest Q. Sorry, super popular high school kids. Yeah. Can we that out? Oh, yeah, we don't... Jared, please. I feel like you're... We've, we've had this conversation, like... <laughs> Go. <laughs> For those of you wondering that awkward pause and Josh's raucous guffaw, he <laughs> fucked up and gave our entire location. I did, hey, Josh. I did first. I did first. You want to give out our Don't entire address? No. <laughs> I'm not going to take this from you because if you listen to our episodes, the consistency of what we blurt out is not there. Like, there is no consistency because it's just whatever you catch in the moment. Because I've had this brought up. There was a substitute teacher that got brought up by last name, and you did not give two craps. And I remember bringing this up. <laughs> Dude, why didn't you tell me? I did, and you didn't care. You said, oh, too late. This is a conversation we had, and I remember very clearly. When was this? Who the bleep was the substitute teacher? <laughs> no. You can find it. Just, like, look back at the old episodes. Eh, I'm not gonna. There's 15 episodes. And, like, even, like, one of the most recent episodes, like, we were talking about places near here, and you chose to block out one but not the other, and I told you. (laughs) So don't yell at me. Yeah, you gotta... (laughs) You gotta give me more of a heads up, man. (laughs) What? Dude, you gotta... No, you're good. (laughs) Honestly, I'm just joking. The only reason I say that is because I'm pretty sure on the whiteboard, as far as I'm up to like seven or eight times, I've had to censor myself. Honestly, I think it'd be really funny to have a whiteboard and just have somebody go back through and like make an accurate tally. Yeah. (laughs) Why don't we reveal too much? Make a montage of the kid. Boop. It's okay. Episode 16, still piecing our way through this. Yep. Nowhere near. As good as we possibly could be, but... 
You know what? Having we've, fun. We've had worse. We've had worse. We've You're gotten right. we've gotten better at this. That I could be a topic. How about our improvement? Think about our very first episode. I was listening back because we have someone that's making an intro for us, and they mm-hmm. wanted us to like pick a bunch of lines. So I've been digging back. Boy, some of those first ones, we uh, a little rough. It, it was some we had growing. fun though. Like it was fun. Oh, you mean as far as the it, quality? Just, there was a lot of like. Awkward, awkward silences. silences there was a little bit of how should i go into yeah. the topics like it's a weird thing like especially when you podcast with a group of friends like you have to figure out like a way that you can joke around and still have that dynamic with each other but at the same time not isolate your audience yeah like there's a lot of times like especially early on episodes where we start making like inside jokes but like <laughs> I would, like, in the moment, we would have to catch ourselves and, like, clarify the inside joke and and explain explain it. it. So, like, it's, you have to, it's a really weird balancing act. Yeah, the the episode, the last one that was just Josh and I, that was quite a bit of explaining. I was like, okay, you're not going to understand this. There's a lot of layers to this. Yeah, it's, like, it's weird because, like, we're all friends, really good friends, even outside of the podcast. And, like, this is just how we interact. But Mm -hmm. how we interact is also really strange to people that aren't, yeah, like, aren't immediately inside of our circle. Josh, I would love to do like a uh, us be a comic duo, do like stand up together and do jokes that only make each other laugh. <laughs> Somebody starts just literally us. be out there. Someone's heckling. We're not even paying attention to the crowd. It's like, oh, we're having a great time up here. All right, listen, everybody. I have an uncle who's very rich but very ill. I'm not doing this for the money. I'm just having a great time. <laughs> I just, I'm just having so much fun up here. <laughs> I keep wondering if uh, Tom, the mic guy, Tom. <laughs> uh, it's over my shoulder when I'm out in public. Yeah, we oh, have a boom mic. Yeah, yeah we I, got a boom mic guy that follows us around for our upcoming reality series. Inside the basement. Inside the basement. It captives. <laughs> a captive's point of view. Yep. With like a little like toller before it. We should we should have a documentary. We should through here. We oh, should commission crazy. a documentary. That mm-hmm. would be just the most gross waste of funds. Well, it would be fun. I would have a good time. We kind of did make a documentary back when we were. Uh, I wouldn't call that. that was a fake more satirical. Yeah, mockumentary. <laughs> sure. I think I wanted to. Emu- uh, I wanted to be like, like one of teacher. our teachers. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of that, I think there was an episode where we just blatantly said his name, and that didn't get leaked out. Yeah. Well, see, see I'm not worried. It wasn't a full name. It's just last name. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of Nick, last names out Nick there. Name slash last name. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of that, all right, so at one point in college, we had... All right, I guess we have to like go even further back than that. There's a long history to this. So when we were in high school, there was a teacher who I didn't have, but everyone else had, who most of his curriculum revolved around students making videos slash projects that... Had very loose connections to what the subject matter was there supposed to be. Nothing to we do were a class. Matter. I was being generous. <laughs> we were we were one of the first classes. Now this was before like iPhones and the state of the art cameras to be able to edit that stuff. But our class, our our entire graduating class in general, enjoyed making movies, like having camcorders and then doing movie editing software, and. We didn't view it so much as, like, a project, just kind of something fun. But the teachers were blown away. This was before it was kind of just readily available on yeah. your phone to oh, edit. Yeah, kids with, like, green screens. So and like- the teachers, when we said, when they would say, oh, yeah, we want you to do a presentation, talk in front of the class, can we make a video instead? They were just like, well, I guess if you want to 
take the time to do that. I, I won't, I wouldn't be opposed. And then we'd make these videos that to us didn't feel like work. And the teachers were just blown really, away. Like, it was like multiple this, weekends. This is amazing. Lots look of at, hours of editing. Look but, at all this. That's what I was like. In schools now, that is just like a part of their curriculum. But like back in the day, oh, like yeah, you actually yeah. had to put like, yeah, like you said, like real effort, like greens. Like if you wanted to have some sort of like yeah. background, you needed a green screen. You couldn't just like put that in in like a post. We had kids yeah. with green screens and like movie grade editing software yeah like this was this was just on the cusp it was about to this is when 1080p was a big thing but i think everybody shot in 720 yeah yeah Yeah, all the all the cam like your higher end camcorders but the the thing is like i don't think people realize how spoiled we are with like the audio quality of iPhones and yeah. other smartphones now because those camcorders terrible oh, sound. Like right next to it sounded like you were like speaking through like a window of a TV. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, there was this teacher who I didn't have, but he would give projects that it was mostly just a way to get through the year without really having to do real coursework. Work from what I gather. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the first day of class, he was said this is. Uh, constitutional issues and then one kid in our class was what is role number one we do not talk about constitutional (laughs) issues well he was like this is a constitutional issues and one kid in our class was like the class that we don't talk where we don't talk about constitutional issues (laughs) yeah that was patrick Patrick from minnesota Minnesota. (laughs) i still remember like and it was patrick's voice and like everything and it was perfect (laughs) we do not talk about patrick has a in his very deep voice perfect yeah so most of that class was just doing that. So fast forward to like our sophomore year of college, we've graduated by that point, and Tyler's younger sister had by that point reached that same teacher's class. That was the end of our freshman year, right yes. before. Yeah, so this teacher came up to Tyler's younger sister and said, hey, get your brother to make a video for a class, despite him being two years out of high school at yeah. this point. Uh, by chance, could you do a video? Uh, yeah, it was basically, so it was under the disguise of, Tyler's younger sister wrote air quotes, directed air <laughs> yeah, quotes, every- <laughs> produced air quotes. So we literally just put her in all the credits. She had nothing yeah. to do besides come home from yeah. school and entire, tell Tyler. <laughs> it was just us, and it was yeah. literally just a, a guy's yeah. for us. Like, she didn't know about this. Like, her name is Morgan, so, like, she didn't know any of this until, like, the movie got shown in class, and it was like... A Morgan production. Wait, that actually... Filmed by Morgan. I thought she at least knew. I don't think no, she I don't did. Think, like, Tyler just gave it to her on a flash drive. So that doesn't That's sound fantastic. Like Tyler's not the disclosure type, I don't think. So yeah. I'm pretty sure it's just like she watched this video and just like her name just popped up everywhere. It was like credits. But, Wait, what? Yeah, so like this movie, like the whole idea was... Like I don't think Tyler was actually given like what the movie should be about. So like it was 100% up to him and Tyler came up with this idea to have like a documentary. Like where are they now like two years later? But like... Mm-hmm. The approach we took was just very satirical. And yeah, like, it was like Oprah's Where Are They Now? Yes. What series. were you, Jared? I was a stay-at-home dad. Yes. Josh, what were you? Josh, one of us, one of there you guys was in the CIA, wasn't it? No. no. Me. All right, so. Oh, no, that was another trailer we did, the ghost one at my yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was Dead Susan. Dead Susan. My part, like, since I wasn't actually in the class and the teacher wasn't convinced I was real, it was pretty much just me pretending like I was there the whole time, but not actually. So, like, we just took a bunch of bunch pictures. Bunch of Photoshop. Yeah, like, we just, like, Photoshopped me and, like, a bunch of, like, school pictures where, like, the teacher was there and, like, I was, oh. like, beside the teacher. And this, this is maybe another thing to show time slash our school. We didn't have access to Photoshop, so it was Microsoft Paint. Yes, a friend of ours, <laughs> yes. In. A friend of ours, Darren, is, like, 
really good was at a Microsoft wizard Paint. at like editing photos with Microsoft Paint. Oddly <laughs> enough, like he could like do it seamlessly. It looked amazing. It looked great considering you're using a tool that most people just like draw penises on during like, yeah, <laughs> like homeroom. Yeah. So, yeah, so we made this really silly video. Like, Jared was like a stay-at-home dad, and like Mike just pretended to be the teacher that we made the video for. And it was it was filmed it, like th- we would be doing something, and then we'd have like side interviews, almost like The Office. Yeah. Um, like it was like really it felt very indie, which was funny. Yes. And like we used like some indie music like spliced in between things, and it was. I it's funny <laughs> how much effort we put into Yeah, I remember Tyler to it. Tyler specifically took it very seriously. Yeah. This was like a 30 minute film. Yeah, it turned out it was pretty long, which is why I'm curious to see what that class was like when yeah. they showed it. And like I remember like that class was a bit, would have been like 2 years behind us and I remember that class very specifically hated Tyler. Like that class of like all the classes that we were like that was the class that had the kid that punched him in the yes head, that right? was the yeah. class of the kid that punched Tyler it's like that class and like there was a number of kids in that class that did not like Tyler which Tyler's a guy that can sometimes especially way back then would rub people the wrong way so like the fact that these kids are just like watching this video that like Tyler made and it was just like <laughs> Tyler and all of his friends and like by extension they didn't like either which is really it's a very strange situation when yeah you what were down. their thoughts on us one, the kid that punched Tyler in the back of the head, I had a shop class with him. I don't think he minded me. Yeah. I don't think he really knew I was friends with Tyler, but granted, I didn't come into the friend group until probably yeah. middle of senior year. And that's... I was friends my, with all you guys, but not in the group. My thing was, like, I played sports or I had interactions with the other ones and were pleasant, so they knew I was a nice kid. But they Josh hated. Josh was a wild card. They, they had hated, no idea what he was like. <laughs> they were not fans of Tyler. Yeah. So I'm curious to know where I would have fit in. If Josh was with Jared, were. he was. If Josh was with Jared, the freshman probably thought that he was a really nice guy. If he was probably, if he was with walking Tyler. around with Tyler, they probably thought Josh was just some asshole that hung out. I, like, I didn't have much. Like as far as like a high school like personality, like I didn't have much outside the fact I was loyal to my friends. So like, yeah, Tyler yeah. was a jerk. Like I'm gonna back Tyler up. I'm here for you. And Jared's off being like cool guy. Like I'm right, gonna say, Jared. it's fine. I, well, when Tyler got punched in the head, what did you? You yanked the kid off of him. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. <laughs> Put him off because that's <laughs> what you should do when your friend is getting tackled. I I was kind of like a chameleon. I was able to pretty much shape into any group or clique like, oh, hey, here's my sports friends. Yeah, balls. And then, oh, here's my other friends. Yeah, whatever Obnoxious topic. Weird stuff. <laughs> weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we made this video, and it was elaborate and... Very inside jokey, probably. Oh, insanely. <laughs> Is that how we got on this? We're talking about inside jokes on the podcast? Uh, well, that was part of it. Yeah. Uh, we oh, we railed somewhere. I say, we left turn and right turn nonstop. I get lost in the sidebar. Yeah. It's amazing. But, <laughs> yeah, that's a thing that happened. I'm not sure what the original point was, but... Speaking of high school, uh, this will take you guys back. Fiance of mine uh, started watching <laughs> Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> and it's from the beginning. The one which, that had a feather in her that hair? That one got aired when we were in high school. Yes. Oh, yeah, I we think. called her Featherhead in and high school. And there was, this really, ed- there was this really edgy uh, kid that was, like, talking to this small girl. And he's like, yeah, I just really like listening to music. And she was like, well, what kind of music are you into? I'm really into this band called. And it felt like they just edited it in. And he was like, I'm really into this band, Circa Survive. Like, that's how it <laughs> felt. <laughs> but I know you guys were big Circa it, Survive I'm fans. actually a big Circa yeah, fan. We've, yeah, we've seen Circa before in concert. That's funny though, because it's just like a very like 
just Google alternative band. Yeah. Like, oh, Circus Survive. Have them say that. Not, yeah, well, that's a, yeah that, let's just, what was, what would an edgy kid listen to? Uh, was, Circus, uh, Circus Survive. There was an episode, I think, would it have been Degrassi? It had the front man from, like, Taking Back Sunday. I don't remember. I don't know. And wasn't there an Escape the Fate poster yes, in one of them? there was <laughs> one episode where the one like, kid... Okay, we need some edgy, angsty yeah. teen music. Like, the one kid that was, like, supposed to be, like, the goth emo kid. Like was he... it the kid in the wheelchair? No. No, that's Drake. Was, yeah, I know. <laughs> this is actually the same kid that played Turbo Kid. Oh! Yeah, that kid. So... You probably won't catch that reference. I don't know of anyone that's actually seen... We did seen. talk about this we have ref- we've It might have been it. a shitty quality episode. High yeah. recommendation, Turbo Kid. It used to be on Netflix. I don't think it is anymore. If you can somehow find a way to watch Turbo Kid, do it. But yeah, the one kid, he was like a hoarder in this episode. And like by the end of the episode, like they help him like get over why he was hoarding but like on his walls were like all of these alternatives you know, it was like Sayozin poster and Escape the Fate and like all of these really like bands I listen to all like, these like, post hardcore yeah, bands like, post hardcore like did like, but it was like the emo kid, bands it was, it was for the kid that's parents were going through like a divorce like the, yeah. that was the kid that was like <laughs> listening to it classic <laughs> unfortunately my parents are breaking up I need to listen Bro- to a broken person. household and Jared's. Because <laughs> mine was not that. I just liked the music. I say, I was too. My parents are still together. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I love, like, why do you like emo music so much? I don't know. Like, dude, I don't, <laughs> I just want to listen to the used. I don't know. I just, I hate, I just don't like Yeah, I feel like one of those shows, Taking Back Sunday, was I randomly. Can, I can see it. Yeah. That was around that time, like, Taking Back Sunday, everybody still remembered them when they were super popular, but, like, their fame was definitely waning when he would have made an appearance. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say they had maybe just peaked like there was a those bands that all those emo bands like My Chemical Romance and The Used and Taking Back Sunday all got on like major labels yeah for like an album or two Taking Back Sunday had that like orange album or something like that, wasn't it? That was yeah. the big one. I forget. I know the one that I had like Weezer, Make Damn Sure. I get them in Weezer mixed up because Weezer had like Weezer goes by colors. Yeah, and I I just know the color of the Taking Back Sunday albums. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I think most of those bands are still. I think they're still. Most of them are still around. I know yeah. Taking Back Sunday is doing a new Warp Tour this year. So, um, what's it? Circa's been going strong for a long time. The Used still play. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. But anyway, I don't know how we got on that rant either. It's just how this works. We just <laughs> How we, do we get here? We don't question it. Just like, let it we're, happen. We're just walking on a path like, hey, here's this trail. It's very nicely marked. And it's like, whoa, look, a butterfly. And then suddenly we're in the middle of the jungle. And we have no idea how we got there. But yeah. it's okay because we're having a great time. That's right. But I can try to get us back on an actual path again. So the episode that just aired, we were talking about tracksuits, particularly us buying them for Jamaica. And we're like, you know what? Who better to ask than our devoted fan audience? Yes. So, last time we did this, we were talking about mom jeans, and you guys were very split, but a portion, more of you said yes to mom jeans than no. And I this was time, upset. We were Don't like, disappoint me now. <laughs> so this time, it was all about Trasus to Jamaica, and very, very strong yes. 89% said yes by yes. Trasus for Jamaica. All right. My is it, thing, is this on Instagram? Yes, this is on Instagram. I didn't know you could do this. Yep, so. All right. My interesting thing, though, is... The 11% that said no. Why no? Well... Like, is it like a practical Maybe reason? it was price. Okay, that How might... many voters? Um, I'm not don't sure. Don't need to... Know. No, 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 no. Don't give the po- well, no, poll results. But if there was 11%, like, is 11% one person because there was only... 
We don't don't, don't have know. to know. Do you think those political ad campaigns? Do they say how big their polls are? Just ninety seven percent of people. True. But we're all about transparency here. Yeah, but we don't have to be like them, Jared. <laughs> you guys don't know anything about politics. I, no. Yeah. That what is do you true. mean? How dare you? Self. Self. Me said. and Tulsi Gabbard are gonna. Who? Gonna win that is Democrat. That the Samoan. Yeah, it's the Samoan one. And then there's the <laughs> he, other. He's good. And then there's the Minnesota lady that we still, even despite Patrick from Minnesota sending us a very clear way to pronounce it, we still can't pronounce it. Yeah. But other than that, we're very, very up and up on our political opinions. Thank you very much. That's right. How dare you? Help Bernie. Help Bernie. Hashtag. Hashtag help Bernie. He's not well. well <laughs> Alzheimer's is real. Alzheimer's is real. Vax- <laughs> vaccinate your kids. So, yeah, that was our poll result. Thank you for those of you who voted. We appreciate All right. your input. Now, question number two. Can, you, can we take some donations? <laughs> On a related note, we're we looking at about a, a, three, account. a $300 expense to get the matching track suits in time. Yes. Yes. So if you want to help us, for those of you that said yes, back up that vote with some put, money. Put your Does money. it have to be Adidas? Yes. It it's can't not, be like two two stripes down no. the side instead of three. It has to be three stripe, three leaf logo, classic. If it's not, does it the, have to be from, come from Russia? I mean, if it did, that'd be awesome. It's but authentic. if it's not like the authentic three stripe one, people won't take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. like instead of saying "Whoa, those guys look cool," they say "Whoa, those guys look dumb." Like, it's a very important distinguishing factor. You have real track suits that are great and fake track suits, which just are yeah, not worth your time exactly. or, fra- or fabric. Really, Josh is bringing the cardboard. I'm bringing the boombox. Yeah, and we're just gonna and we just need the track. Suit. We're gonna shake that foundation with our sick moves. Yep. Do you have Adidas hats and Adidas shoes? No, but I have a blank I have visor the with no shoes. actual, like, like my visor has no actual logo on it, so you can yeah. kind of pass it off. It looks cool, in my opinion. But I, I don't know. I'm glad. I'm glad to see the team was on board. Yeah, thank you, captives by choice, for your captives by consent. By consent. By consent. Do not edit this out to remove that consent part. But anyways, thank you for your votes. We'll continue to have just nonsensical polls in the future to settle these things but for now it looks like tracksuits are a go jared all right his dream is coming true all right so moving on this is a topic from our lost episode that we never got to talk about last week because mike wasn't here but i'm glad glad we waited for him when mike and i were in high school we were on the golf team and that was an experience and a half I wish I would have done it all four years instead of just senior year because but the as, moments I had in that sport were <laughs> yeah. unexplained. Like if you were like take the fall sports you have like what's it football and like soccer soccer and us. I think girls Wait, play the cross and, and tennis. I think there's girls, there was girls, girls tennis. tennis. Yeah, we didn't have that yet. But for yeah. boys it was soccer, football, golf. That might have been it. Uh, was it. For our school, at least, we yeah. did not have the funding for anything else outside of that. When, yeah. was, when was Boys Lacrosse? Was that That spring. was a club, I think, until we graduated. That was I spring. believe spring, yeah. yeah. That was a spring, yeah. 
So anyways, we had golf, and, like, it would be really funny if you just, like, take, like, a side-by-side comparison. So you have, like, football. It's, like, 70 degrees out, and everyone's running and really, really sweaty and tired from doing, like, conditioning. And then you have, what's it, soccer, Where same thing. You like, literally doing, just run. It's, soccer's literally just conditioning. Running on and we're just sitting in an air, We're sitting in an air-conditioned clubhouse eating pancakes. Yes, you have golf, or we're sitting in <laughs> eating pancakes and tapioca pudding <laughs> at the exact same time. I think one of my favorites... There was a girl in our class that asked what the golf does. And like, oh, is that just like an easy sport? And Mike looked at her. No, it's a lot harder. Like, people think we just literally hit the ball. No, actually, coach makes us wear our golf bags and jog around all 18 holes of the course. <laughs> Are you serious? It's, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like, yeah, she, it's like a four or five mile really loop. Rough. Yep, she left that night believing that the golf team would like put on like these big heavy bags and just like clank the right way around the <laughs> course. Clank around the course. The fir- <laughs> I remember my first match. So practices were a lot of fun. Um, my first match, uh, coach was getting us pumped up. If you can imagine what a golf pep talk is like. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just picturing. Just watch our, your shots. Our, yeah. our, <laughs> it's, it was the really guy who was the coach. Really even tempered. Uh, just. Just play it out there well just to just take your, your shots, time. keep your head cool. and yeah. Was uh, it kind of like our tennis coach or less enthusiastic? Um, he was kind of enthusiastic. Equal. 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 Yeah. I'd say equal. Um, the, and then after he did his pump-up spiel and we listened to some uh, crazy train by uh, Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> to get pumped up, he Josh raised his hand and asked, Coach, what are the rules and regulations on smoking on the course? And Josh was not 18 at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I forget what his... Uh, there just, are none. You no. can't do it. Oh, okay, thanks, Coach. And I just like, turned into a tradition. Like, every match... Like, it was really the only fun part of matches. Matches suck. So, like, every time, like, we would, like, be on the practice screen, he'd be, like, just, like, telling us, like, how, like, the day was going to work. Because, like, they would split us up, and you would sort out, like, different holes and stuff. And, like, I would just, like, hey, coach, like, do you, like, tee up on every shot? Or is that only on, like, the, the driving green? It's, like, only on the driving green. Like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> like, it was always, like, really fast. Like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you were there for, this is your fourth year. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, like, hey, coach, like, can I, like... How many mulligans do I get per shot? Like, zero mulligans, Josh. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> thanks, Coach. Okay, thanks, thanks, Coach. Well, like, in a real-life golf tournament, like, if you go over and play in a golf tournament, you, you buy mulligans. They're, like, $25 per mulligan or something like that. Usually the money goes for a good cause. No, maybe it's 5 bucks. I don't know. I don't know. It's something <laughs> like that. The money goes to a good cause, usually. It's usually for a benefit. I going to say, let those kids um, starve if I'm paying 25 But how the golf lineup mulligan. worked was um, the good kids were, were the number ones. So all the good kids would golf with other good kids. And then it went to number six. Um, so the medium, the road kids were threes, fours, and fives. And then the sixes were, yeah, they had a good time. Yeah, I don't like, know. They weren't, it's not that they were bad. I mean, it was different levels of every school. A lot of yeah. schools had a lot of people. Like some scum schools had four people and didn't have a six yeah. guy. So, yeah, it all really depended. Nobody was bad. Everybody knew what they were doing. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like. I would feel. I'm assuming it was more fun playing in the lower tiers than with the ones. It was. You it could, was a lot less stressful. Yeah, yeah. So we had this one kid who would cheat and practice all the time, and he would <laughs> cheat so much that he would have to golf at the number ones because he had the best score out of all of us. Which, why he did this, I have no idea. So he Very would clear what's going to happen. Yeah, he would cheat. Then he would play with the number one. So the very first, so in practice, he was hit, hitting a couple over par, which is pretty good. Which is pretty yeah, good. I was going to say that uh, par really at good. this course that we got our home course was seventy two. So he would hit eighty, 
maybe 79, Which somewhere in there. For a high school golf team, that's great. That's, that's actually, a really good... I was going to say, just golfing in general, yeah. not professional. And the, yeah, he had some backup to it because he golfed uh, in the summer. Like, he would get a membership and he yeah. would golf all summer. So, like, he had some merit to it. Um, so he would golf pretty good in practice. And then he would have to golf with the number ones. And all the other number ones were hitting low 80s, high 70s. And <laughs> Chris, what'd you shoot? It was a rough day. I was at 120. <laughs> which His score would jump is 40 40. over par. <laughs> and he, yeah. And well, what happened? I Just an off day. An, an off day to hit 40 over par. So then the next week he would do that. He, so he shot that bad in one match. So the next match, coach would push him back to the number threes just to let him be more comfortable. And he would hit 80s. Yeah. Low 80s because yeah. there wasn't as much pressure and he could get away with cheating. Yeah. Like the one and twos were like they were good and they were serious. They were there because they wanted to play golf for real. And like they would call you on your crap and like they would like keep track of strokes because it was very much a competition for them. Like after that, like especially like I would play like number five or six consistently and most of our drive was just to get through the day. Like, mm-hmm. practice is fun because you're there with your friends, and you're playing free golf, and there's, at some point, probably waffles at the end, and that's awesome. When you get to the matches, it's you with random kids that you don't really know playing a sport that's, like, really long and drawn out. And yeah, wasn't there a warm. kid that would always take forever? Yes, that was always my group. My group was always the one that was pushing sundown, and it was not pleasant. And but- to clarify with what I said earlier about the numbers, a lot of that was for other schools. Like, some of the sixes were really bad. Yeah. I feel like us, our school, we were all pretty even. I feel like all of us could hit around the same score if we all went out. So it was, I'm sure it was tough for Coach to pick who was. It really just came down to, like, what you score that practice Practice, before, yeah. Like, the way it kind of came down to in matches, though, was, like, a lot of the time was just, like, cheating your way to get through. Like, all right, I lost my ball. We could spend 10 minutes looking for it, or we could just, I could just drop a ball and just say I found it, and we could keep playing because I just want to be done because this is, it just isn't fun, really. Like, playing matches, it was just, like, Mike had, like, one or two dudes that like, he would play with consistently that were really cool. But, like, the group I was with, like, there was one I would talk and jerk around with, but the rest of them were just, like, just frustrating. <laughs> you had some way. really, really nerdy kids. Like, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, that one kid from Milton. Well, you would golf with, like, freshmen. Yes, that's So that was true. the worst thing. So, like, you had a senior sense of humor, and you were golfing with freshmen who were taking it seriously but really weren't good. Like... That's true, and, like, it's fine to take it seriously. That's not what I'm faulting for. It's just, like, when we've been out for, like, two hours and we're only four holes in, it gets to a point where, like, we need to hurry up. Like, the one kid, Theo, like, we were, like, so far behind. Like, we had, like, coaches driving up to saying, hey, you guys need to get a move on. You were going way too slow. And then, like, Theo would, like, take a five-minute break to watch a deer run across the fairway. And, like, Theo, we need to go. And, like, his dad would come and watch the matches, which I don't – golf isn't really that – Great of like a parent spectator sport and like his dad would like drive not really a place for them to yes. watch and like his dad would like drive up in a golf cart but instead of like falling behind us he would drive up ahead of us which <laughs> if you understand just like any sort of projectile sport that's a really dumb idea and there was a couple of times like his dad would like park on the fairway which is like in front of you and like occasionally us sixes like one in ten of our shots would be good so like we would have shots flying at high speeds towards this guy like he would have to like look back up last second like why are you even out there if this is what you have to do just like be behind us and it's horribly frustrating and like it, we get to points where like there was one day i remember we were coming back in from i was not coming back in from a match i was watching like mike and the rest of the team like going to get wings like at the 
like the pro shop restaurant. And like, hey, Josh, ahoy, yeah. Like, we still have five more to go. And like, it's already dark out. And it's- yeah, side story to that wing, uh, that wing story. Uh, we went in, and Ethan, who is on the team, he went in and was like, yo, let's go out, let's go in and get a wing. So he went in and literally bought one single wing. <laughs> he asked the waitress for the hottest wing, and because they were only twenty five cents, so the kid literally went in with a, do- a quarter. <laughs> and then she's like, "There's a five dollar minimum tip," and he said, "Okay, thank you." <sighs> And he ate the wing, said it was really hot, drank his water, and then put a nickel down for a tip, <laughs> and we left. So I don't know what she thought she was getting uh, yeah, with us was, going in there. Uh, she was, must have been really naive. She knew what to expect with a golf team at that point, <laughs> like just like a bunch of jerky high school kids. Anyway. So yeah, like it would just take forever. And So that was Theo. He was like, there was only two people I really remember as like, noteworthy people we played with. So there's Theo. Like, he was a nice kid. Nothing wrong with him. Really nice kid. Just frustratingly slow golfer. And then was Bryn. The kid, was the kid from his name Nick? Uh, I think there was a Nick. Yeah. There was a there Nick. There was three kids from And Melvin. there was a Dylan. And oh, there was a, oh, you're good. What? I'll cover it. <laughs> I just Nick. <laughs> said the school's name. Whatever. Beep. <laughs> I, I'm on it. There's a point for Mike on the board. Anyways, so there was Theo, and then we had our personal favorite, Bryn. Yeah. Bryn was a very special guy to Bryn golf is, with. So I golfed with Bryn in, earlier in the season. Um, so I always golf with this kid named Kyle from another school. He was super cool. If I see him today, he's still super cool with me. Like, we really had a bond golfing and a real friendship. Um, we have a system. So him and I were always golfed together. So I think it was like the second match of the season. We golfed with a school. I don't know if we golfed with the first match. I don't know if they were there. There might have been, somebody else might have gotten they invited. Probably had him at a different spot or a different spot. Because so I golfed. He was, yeah, got, same thing with Chris. He just got yeah, he trap. cheated. So this kid, he kind of looked like Zac Efron in High School Musical. Um, he's out there golfing. I think he was two grades below us. I was a senior at the time. Was he really? No, I think he was like he was our grade. grade. He was in our grade. Oh, uh, maybe he was. Yeah. Anyway, so this kid, again, he looked like Zac Efron. Like, imagine, like, surfer, like, Lance hair, and he, he did have, like, one of those, like, white stone necklaces, I remember. Yeah, he had, like, he had the hair <laughs> flick, too, where, like, he, shells? he constantly so. keeps cocking his neck to keep his hair out of his eyes. <laughs> he had one of those twitches, too. Um, so I forget which hole it was. We're coming back up towards the clubhouse. There's this hole with all these pine trees on the right side. He tees off and just line drives it right into these pine trees. <laughs> so... He comes. This is where I first found out about this kid. So then he hits it out of there, and he's not on the green yet. It took him four hits to get on the green. And when we were on the green, we're all finishing up. He's like, I'm uh, hitting for par. And all of us are like, no, you're not, but Wait, okay. Really? <laughs> like, how? <laughs> well, no okay, one, whatever. No one cared enough. No, yeah, have... we're not going to call this kid out. He's just going to make a big deal about it. Um, so that was my first experience with him. Also on that course, uh, there was an explosion, and none of us knew what happened. And once we got up by the clubhouse, there was a squirrel laying across along the road that got oh, blown up. Okay, and there was blood everywhere, yeah, and there's like just, it was just a, torn apart squirrel. It was a transformer that like it <laughs> got in the wrong part of it, and, like the tra- like the electrical transformers exploded. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> across the whole country, you're just, just boom! This <laughs> <laughs> <is a> damn squirrel <laughs> just as obliterated. No, animal. no, that's a grounded wire. Up. Oh, so my second time golfing with Bryn, we're at another course. Uh, I think it was. Uh, over at the hills. Um, anyway, he there's a dog leg, which for any of you who don't know what a dog leg hole is, it's shaped like an L. 
um, and you're trying to hit to the opposite end of the L, but usually there's trees or something there. So in this case, where the L is, if you're going from both points and of the L, full throttle through it. If you're going, if you're trying to hit for both from one point of the L to the other, and there's trees in the middle, he tried to tee off over the trees, <laughs> hits it directly into the trees. Um, so for 20 minutes, this kid's walking around looking for his ball. He looked in the hole at least five or six times, thinking it was there and it was not. So this was the moral of this kid. Um, do you want to talk about practice? I'm going to, I have one more Bryn story. There was a time I was dolphining with him, and he did that same thing. He hit it into the trees, and then he disappeared for two holes, and he came back with just remarkably high, like, remarkably good scores. Like, hey, yeah, I got an eagle on this one, a birdie the last one. I'm like, where were you? Like, we were, like, around those holes. We didn't even see you hitting. So there's a part of me that's fairly confident that he went to find his ball, didn't find it, and then just, like, hit out somewhere until we saw him. And, like, oh, yeah, I first fit, like, I... I not only finished that hole without you noticing me, I then went through and played the next hole. And without I, you noticing me. Without you noticing lower me. Lower than what you, any of you guys did. Here I am. Like, all right, Bryn. Oh, we also... Bryn also ended up playing tennis, too. Yeah, that's where I <laughs> met. All well, Bryn. met, I guess. I never really spoke to him, but saw this. Yeah, saw this kid. And Jared, did he... Was he a reputable tennis player? Uh, from what I heard, no. Accurate. I remember watching him from the sides when he would play his matches, and like there was a lot of like, oh, that ball's definitely in, out. But then again, two of my good friends that were older than me, when they played doubles coming up, would pull the same shit, and they talked about it. Like, that doesn't uh, make it better. No, I know, but <laughs> I'm just saying... They would, <laughs> I think they even talked about it. Did you see him? And Jake was like, yeah, man, remember when we used to do that? <laughs> yeah, good times. So, yeah, this kid, at least, he was a, at least he was consistent in his sports play. Yeah, I mean, I, if you're gonna, if you're gonna cheat or take it all the shortcuts, time. do it all the time. Yeah. Might as well make yourself the best you can be. Then I enjoyed hearing stories about the fast food trips on the way oh, home. Oh, yeah, the fast food trips. So um, I didn't play golf. I would have been... Uh, everybody's heard the stories, yeah. but nobody... Josh yeah. and I were the only ones that played, but yeah. everybody in our friend group and outside of our friend group yeah. know the stories. I would have I loved to, but like Mike, if you would have quit baseball and you would have had people come down on you, if I would have left soccer, yeah. that would have been the same thing for me. So the yeah so after the matches, coach would always take us for fast food, um, literally McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger and our King. short bus. We uh, rode, yeah, we rode a short bus. We would always go to golf practice in a short bus. Well, sometimes we would take a long bus. Like that, that one time, the, that one no, time wait. I spit out the window and it hit Travis in the oh, face. Oh yeah. Okay, the matches it was just a short bus. Like we never rode. No, a, the the mat that was a match. We rode a long bus. No, that might have been the only one though. That was that was the one up in uh, the shore. No. Anyways, anyways, anyway. that's, not, that's not the important part of the story. No. Um, so anyway, after the matches... This is how we get off topic. Yeah. Ah. Anyway, <laughs> we think too much into the stories. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, after the matches, Coach would take us to uh, fast food restaurants. I think the first and second time, we didn't really do any shenanigans. And then one of us got the good idea that we were going to start doing shenanigans. So I would I guess, a, Josh. Yeah, I think I just remember like, hey, this is kind of funny. I'm going to do uh, this. Seeing in high school how we had a... Thing called Saturday night shenanigans. Yes, we had 
as a group, we had a name for our hangouts on weekends, and we called it Saturday Night Shenanigans. Yeah, but we'll we'll get to those then. Go ahead and continue with. Uh, so I don't uh, remember how we started. I just remember the one. Uh, it might have been the first one. Ethan on our team. I gave him my sunglasses, and he walked into Wendy's and pretended he was blind. But they um, were Oakleys, by the way. And they were Oakleys. <laughs> yeah, they were Oakleys, like sport-looking sunglasses. He, they couldn't see. You couldn't see the person's eyes, but they were like sport sunglasses. Yeah. I don't know many blind people that wear Oakleys. <laughs> yeah, usually it's Ray Bans. Uh, so he walks in. The blind person sunglasses. Bl- he walks in. Blind fashion. And the lady's like, "Hello, sir. How may I help you?" And he was like, "Yeah. Um, can I get a number two? He went through his whole order. And then she asked him what he wanted to drink, and he said, um, "Can you please read them off to me?" And she was like. No, I I think he specifically said what's on tap, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and this is just Wendy's. There was no beer. Yeah. Uh, so he, he she says, "Can't you see them?" And he was like, "No, actually, I can't." So he made this lady read off all the drinks that they had. They were all Pepsi products, and I just then, remember him filling his way around the Wendy's. Too. Yeah. <laughs> It was really good. He might have used a golf club as a poker stick, too, I think. I remember just like reaching out and like running into things. Like, oh. <laughs> so then the next time, uh, one kid went in and pretended he had a mental disorder. Oh, Another geez. kid w- that was with us went in and pretended he had a whistle through his teeth when he talked. Um, so we took this pretty far. I don't remember any, the other ones besides Ethan pretending he was blind. All of mine were just asking for things. I was going to say, I know oh, yeah, Josh's yeah, yeah. were yeah, all things mine off were, the menu. So, like, I would, like, go, like, the one time I went to, like, a Wendy's and, like, Shamrock <laughs> Shake's already McDonald's product. And I'm like, hey, can I get a Shamrock Shake? Like, we don't sell it here as the Wendy's. Like, ah, oh, crap, can I just get a Big Mac then? Like, we don't sell it here as the Wendy's. I'm like, oh, all right. And then I just, like, walked away. <laughs> you didn't order anything. And then the one time, I think you went to a Burger King and you went up to the... Do you guys have lasagna? <laughs> yes, I thought, oh, yeah. It's like, hey, do you guys have lasagna here? I thought I saw a commercial for lasagna. And there's, like... They remember, they... Yeah, they just, like, looked really confused. And this reminds me, there was a different time I did this exact same thing because I thought it was funny. When I was in college on a mission trip, I went to a McDonald's and I asked for lasagna, and they called the whole staff over to laugh at me. <laughs> and I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, I didn't come to be laughed at. I just came for food, and I just walked away. So, yeah, I went, like, you have a really good ability to be the last like man to, to say something <laughs> like you could have 50 people laughing at you and you would come up with some witty thing to just end it so they feel like fools and then walk <laughs> away like you have a really good skill of being able to do that i'm a conversation ender yeah like <laughs> sorry ma'am i'm not here to be laughed at sorry like, ma'am i'm not here to be laughed at <laughs> so, yeah that was this isn't how i expected most to be people treated would walk away with a red face <laughs> but you just have to like say the last word it's usually really witty it makes them feel little it, that's good yeah it's I, fun. I, I it's a fun respect that for what i do it's a very convenient skill to have <laughs> but yeah like i would ask for the lasagna and like the one time i remember like looking for the soup menu and like i think now wendy's might have soup like, I know they have, like, baked potatoes. Well, they have chili. Like, yeah, have, so, like, yeah, finger this is before all that. Like, I would, like, ask for soup, and they were just, like, look at me weird. I'm like, you guys want to have soup? I'm like, oh, man, I guess I'm in the wrong spot. And just, like, I would either, like, immediately, like, I would have my order ready, and, like, I would obviously, like, I was obviously screwing around at that point. Like, oh, you know, soup? All right, I'll take a number two with this, 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 this. And, like, I would, like, order really fast, or I would just walk away. Like, I had a system. <laughs> but... Well, Chris, again, the kid that cheated, he used to order, I don't, again, he used to try to one-up all of us or whatever. He would order, like, eight things off the dollar menu, only be able to eat two of the things, and then take them <laughs> home to his little brother. And I remember seeing his little brother after that he year. Up he was really brother. big. So <laughs> his little brother actually ate all that stuff. Like a turkey for Thanksgiving. Oh, man, yeah. He really pumped up. So I don't know if... 
in fact, he did eat all that stuff, but there was an explanation he, for it. Yeah. Was he a poor rat? Uh, yes. Yeah. Poor rats. Jared worked at the pool, so he I, has a very rich yes, knowledge was, of poor rats. He was very much a poor rat. And who was the king of all the poor rats? Uh, who? Rotated. Mike? I was going to say it rotated. I mean, because you usually up until junior high... Your dedicated pool rats went through up to ninth grade. Mike was a pool rat, wasn't he? Uh, Big Mike? Yeah. Yeah. I always considered him the king of all the pool rats, but that was... I went down at a different time. Yeah. Um, you lifeguarded after it was cool to like go to the pool, so you would see different I mean, generations of pool rats. I did. Josh's brother, Ben, was definitely yeah, a hard a pool rat. Um... I would put him as one of the... For those of you who are confused on the term, pool rat is just like a kid that would spend a lot of time at like the public pool. Yeah. Look, pool rats. And you knew it was a pool really rat cool. when it would... Like... <laughs> no, I would say... Yeah, you said it. Uh, I say we might as well just forget it. Like, they're going to figure out where we live. Up so, until... Do you want me to... Yeah, uh, yeah take, it. take them out. This town we live in doesn't well, matter fucking anyway. A, which one?! Just take them out. Uh, <laughs> we'll discuss this later when your dad gets home. Anyway, at our school, it was, I would say it was probably cool. Every grade went through it about up till like seventh or eighth yeah, grade. It was cool we, to go down to the pool. And then your like hardcore cool pool zone. rats, i.e. me and Mark, ended up, <laughs> you would go to the pool, go to the pool, go to the pool, work seventh or eighth grade, and, and then, then you become, turn 14 and become employed. You would evolve. You yep, go from, yeah. like, pool rat to, like, king pool rat to, like, our... Pool junkie. And you know what that meant? I get paid to go to the pool. Yeah, it's just, you work Sit there up. and twirl a lanyard around your finger. Yeah. And, and say no diving. The natural progression of pool rats. No splashing. Yeah, lifeguarding was nice and laid the... back. Until you actually had to save someone that was drowning. Then it, then it gets uh, a, little a little scary. Dicey. What did they get if they splashed, Jared? Uh, usually had to sit for, like, 10 or 15 minutes. <laughs> Chokehold? <No>. Chokehold. <laughs> Come here, you little, <laughs> Come here, you little shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I I don't know. I, I have some very fond memories lifeguarding at our town. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any other. I, I mean, we had John from golf. Oh, yeah. John never never made it to a match, but in practice, he would always get really mad, and he would hit trees with his clubs and snap his clubs yeah, in half. Yeah, one time he just, like, snapped. It was, like, the last practice of the year, and he just, like, snapped the club in half and that, threw it Those away. are some of my favorite stories yeah. as well. Like, oh, John's breaking a club. Oh, there it goes. There was this kid we golfed with in the summer. He played football instead of golf in the season. Um... But he would always get really mad, and I loved golfing with him because I would always end up buying something off of him afterwards. <laughs> like, if his driver didn't do good for the day, he would hate it and want to sell it, so that's my driver now. And then I remember one time he forgot his golf shoes, so he went into the clubhouse, bought a $75 pair of golf shoes, and then didn't remember, need them and sold them to me for, like, 20 bucks Remember the time after. I almost jettisoned the golf club? Yeah. To avoid confrontation. Oh, you yeah. Were you were heavily intoxicated. All right, so <laughs> I was not... A golfer. I played soccer, but over this past summer, uh, my friends took me out golfing, and I've enjoyed it. I'm not. I'm not good at it, but I have fun with it, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. So one of the days, first time we were playing eighteen holes, 
I, uh... Who was that that day? Was it you? It was me? you, me. It was us three. I think it was just us three. three. Was Travis? Just, no, it was no, just it was us three. three. No. Yeah, because one of us had a cart with only one person in. Okay. That's yeah. Important part of the story. So, I was told, oh, hey, you know, you can bring alcohol. Like, people bring beer and stuff. So, I decided to make a massive jug of Moscow Mule. How many did you have in it? Four, four or five? About five. This five is now animals. like a trademark thing of Jared's where yeah. like he makes, he gets like a travel cooler and like he'll make like what should be a shot and like makes like a cut a side car- version of it. So it's like technically like 13 drinks, but. No, not 13, <laughs> like four or five. Not in that travel cooler. Well, did you individually <laughs> mix them in glasses and then dump them in or did you yeah. go by the size? Oh, so you didn't go by the size of the travel cooler. Like, no, oh, this no, will no, probably I be Literally, four. I made three and was like i think i can fit a fourth or fifth and so then i fit five are in. important when it comes to making drinks yeah yeah eyeball you gotta, it. Like, yeah like the be- to make the best drink just make one at a time especially because i've been like getting into mixology stuff so i'm trying to yeah. learn how to properly make them so uh, you know i'm feeling it i'm polishing it off we're at about whole 15 or 16 and i'm out so <laughs> I it's it's starting to go in patches. I'm this is numb. a hot sunny day too. Yeah. yeah. So I leave a golf club on the green, and we've driven away to the next one. <laughs> it was a pretty important golf club too. Yeah, 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 guys, I like can't that. find my pitching wedge. And was like, yeah, Jared, like, on the last Jared, hole. you probably get it. Just go back and get it. No, guys, I, I don't want to go no, back there. I remember Jared saying, he's like, I'll just buy another one. Like, no, Jared, that's like a hundred dollars. No, mistake. I didn't even say I'll buy another one. I said, just leave it. And you're like, <laughs> no, Jared, that's literally over a hundred dollar mistake. And then you said you don't want the confrontation. I don't. Yeah. I said, I don't want to talk to the people. Because <laughs> yeah, they were following our asses all day. Yeah. Because we were golfing really bad. Slow. So, and I finally, Josh, uh, Talk some sense into me, like, no, you're gonna go up there. Jared, it takes five seconds. Just go say, hey, drive up there. My club, hey, yeah, there it is. Thank so you. He, Josh, puts his golf bag in the cart in like the little holder. Yeah, like I put it in the holder, I strap it in, and then I get in Mike's cart so I can go off to the next hole or find my so ball. So I finally work up the courage and drive over. And they couldn't have been nicer. <laughs> they they probably hand, gave you a beer too and everything. Just, they hand <laughs> me the club and they're like, "Oh, is this yours?" They're like, yeah, I'm sorry, it slipped my mind. I don't know what I was thinking. So then, stupid, stupid, stupid. So then I turn around and I get in the cart and I hit the gas and Josh's golf bag just goes flying off the back and spills spills everywhere in front of them and they all look up and i'm just there damn it i'm just there under my breath i'm so embarrassed and then i just throw it in i actually know i hug it and just rip back down the pathway i'm sorry guys bye I was, oh, I was red. I was, <laughs> and then I came over, well, Josh, you made me make a fool out of myself. <laughs> but look at you now. You're a better person. Yeah. You look grow you through out. adversity. That, that was my favorite. Jared, just go back and get it. No, leave it. I don't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to interact with I don't want to people. talk to them. Just leave the club behind. No, Jared, it's $100. Go get it. It's like so hard to buy an individual club, too. <laughs> 
I don't. <laughs> I, my social anxiety. That was where. That was maybe a wake up moment in the mirror. Like, oh boy, this is bad. <laughs> it's okay. But we all have our weaknesses. You are who you are. Yeah. So yeah, that was golf. Fun times. Sometimes, other times, not fun. Most of the time, pancakes or waffles. No regrets. Much rather be doing that than playing football. So yeah. Moving on, so I've recently been to the movies. Yes. I saw the new Avengers. Went out to see that this past weekend, so. All right. So are you going to give us a movie review? Sure. Um, no spoilers, though, so we'll make this like. All right. The so movie let's was, begin. What day? You went on Sunday, right? I did. So I knew, like, this movie was really big and important to me because I've been, like, kind of watching this series since it started back with the first Iron Man. So, like, I was very confident in it. And I, at this point, like, I'm very invested. It's been over a decade of my life, and that's more time than I know yes. a lot of my good friends at this point. So, all right. Yeah. So... Take me from the beginning, because it was kind of like, well, at least where I was located. It was three hours. It was a cloudy day, so so it was was, a a nice day to see a movie. It was a Sunday. Actually, it was like, so this is my plan. Like, I was going to go maybe see it on Friday if I get some people, but like, just Friday got a little busy, got a little bit away from me, didn't have time to see it. So, like, the weekend rolled around. Sunday, no, no, Saturday, I spent the whole day at like a church camp helping work on it, get it ready for the summer. So, like, I just couldn't get there that day. And, like, you know what? Sunday, here's the day. I need to see it because I knew I was going to have the movie spoiled for me if i waited and i was right that monday i had kids yelling the plot out so that would have been ruined for me so good call on my end so yeah so we got this sunday i go to church that morning i'm like all right this afternoon i'm gonna go see it so that's what i did i got home i drove out there really nice drive really really nice, nice day. Drive. was it the back roads like for yeah oh yeah always the back roads and like i had the windows down and just like a nice cool breeze well and it's face. nice because it's spring so you got some stuff blooming oh yeah absolutely right green now. and beautiful Really big fan of that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. driving to the movies, out the wind in my face, feeling good, have some fun tunes going. What are you listening to? I don't what remember gets the song you pumped up? For- I'm pretty sure it was just like on a shuffle, and like my iPod is a 3,000 song collective mess. So, there's really no telling what I was listening okay. to at any given moment. But so I got there and. Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne? Possibly. Yeah. You never yeah. know. It's like a classic. It. I think every iPod has that pre programmed. So, I get there and like. Parking lot's pretty full, which is a big concern for me because when I want to watch a movie, if I'm either going to be one with my friends or two completely alone, I don't yeah. want to have just like strangers nibbling in my ear or making comments because that's just not how I want to enjoy a movie, especially one that I've been like waiting 11 years to watch. One you actually wanted to see. Yeah. So I get there and I'm like, all right, a lot of cars here. So I pull into the parking lot and I did a terrible job parking. I was really, really far left. <laughs> I was like, oh, did on the you line. take time to correct it or I did were not. you too excited? So I you- was like, you know what? I'm just going to go inside. I want to go get my tickets. Now, like, did I you take it. up two rows? No, I was in one spot. I was just really, really far left. Okay. <laughs> so whoever parked next to you had a time getting out. Well, the person that was to my left already was already also really far left, so I was just proportional. It okay. all worked out. So, yeah, I get in there. I asked about the 630 showing. 630 showing is too capacity. I'm like, oh, no, capacity, that's not good. So I get the 7. They don't let us in the theater immediately. It's only like 20 minutes out, which at that point they normally let you in, but I guess they were – I heard the people working in the theater talking. I guess when they get in these situations for these big movies, they leaf blow popcorn off the floor. That may have been an exaggeration, but like I was just kind of like fly on the wall for that conversation. I thought that was interesting. So anyways, I <laughs> you guess... You just hear... Yeah, like, I guess it's borderline nerd work for them, but... So yeah, eventually the doors open. I go like gas fumes and everything else. (laughs) Oh yeah. Also, when I was in line, (laughs) mix. I saw two kids that like I have in class at the high school show up, and I'm like, oh no, I'm here by myself. So I'm like, I just like look cool. So like I put my sunglasses on and kind of like cross my shoulders. Like I don't look at them. I just like look up to the right a little bit. Like, did you have a cigarette? 
to look cool. Yeah. No smoking in the uh, theater. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah that was, only cool people smoke. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, like, look cool, classic cool guy pose. They walk past me. We don't acknowledge each other because that's what – cool people don't acknowledge their acquaintances. They just kind of look off in a direction. Oh, and, yeah. You don't yeah. acknowledge oh, teachers. of course. Of course. So, anyways, I get into the theater. I have a seat. I'm like, all right. I like to sit – Right behind the handicap, like a little railing thing, where like the room for like people with wheelchairs sit, because I like to prop my legs. You like up. to prop your feet up, and also it makes for a quick escape if I need to pee, because as I get older, my bladder is just weakening at yeah. a very substantial rate. Well, <laughs> twenty-five I, years old. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> this is just a reality, Mike. I don't know. It's just I pee a lot now. It's just what it is. Maybe I'm overhydrated. Maybe I'm underhydrated. Maybe I'm I dying. Think you're just overhydrated. <laughs> I never see you without that Nalgene bottle. So I think yeah, I was going to say. I is. think you're just you got way too much. Water in there, buddy. That's okay, though. There's Either nothing way. wrong with that. Yeah, It is what it is. I pee a lot. That's just who I am. So anyways, I like to sit by that, and I'm sitting there, and then somebody in a wheelchair rightfully takes that spot. I'm like, oh, no, what am I going to do? And then like other people started sitting around me like, you know what? This is a little bit too close for comfort. So I moved down the road to the next railing, which turned out to be a great choice because I kind of... That spot became my bubble. No one really sat around me, which was a wonderful, wonderful thing. Because I could just like sit there and have to like, especially with like a Marvel movie, people are going to be laughing a lot, and I don't want that. I just want to enjoy it at my own thing. Like if you're gonna laugh, that's great, but just don't do it in my ear because I don't. Even outside of movies, I don't like people coming up to my ear and laughing at me, especially if they're strangers, because that's weird. I don't know what you're doing in that situation. Mm -hmm. Were you in a clapping audience? No, I was concerned. There was one part of the movie I will not reveal, but there was one part like just something. Silly happened and like was it clap bait? It was not clap bait, but like one guy in the theater was like, "Oh come on!" and we're like, "Dude, this is a movie." We all saw like we were all watching the same movie. You having this big reaction does not make the movie have more clarity to us. Like we can tell what's happening on the screen. It is a movie theater. We're here to watch this movie. I am not looking off to the right into the darkness. I can see what happened too. You don't need to make it apparent that something happened on the screen. I get that, sir. So please sit down. Did you see that? (laughs) Exactly. Like don't say that. Don't make a reaction. Like laugh. Enjoy yourself. Have a good time. Don't overreact because that's just unnecessary. Small sidebar. Anyways, so yeah. Sitting there, movie went well. I only had to pee once, and that was at the beginning. I timed it where I peed during the previews, so I missed some previews, but that's fine. I was going to ask you about the previews. Did you almost pass out at all? Um, from excitement. Yeah. I was just so excited. Like, whoa, there were Did superheroes. you see any previews then? Uh... There was one like a Will Smith movie that wasn't Aladdin. There was like something about him being a clone or something. A couple other, it was like Disney movie stuff. A couple okay. things jump across the screen. I don't know. I really don't. When previews come on, I just kind of zone out because I don't really go to movies that much anymore, and yeah. it's hard to get me excited for a movie like it used to. Someone once time. told me, "Oh, but that's the best part." I was like, "Why are you?" They just watch the trailers watch the online. Trailers. Leave. Oh, I don't last know. time I was at the movie, I think was when Wrinkle in Time was one of the previews. Yes, Charles Wallace. Charles, Charles Wallace. Wallace. <laughs> Dude, that Rick One Time's a terrible movie. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't do well. No. Okay, back to Marvel. Anyway, well, I was trying to end the story. Like, so pretty much to wrap up my movie going experience, my review for Marvel's Avengers Endgame is the drive down was really nice, mm-hmm. and I thought my seat was really comfy. Um, there was a guy in that, the car or in the theater. In the theater, I don't okay. have one in my car. So where are we deducting points? Um, I'm going to deduct points for Marvel Endgame from bathroom courtesy from others. I was walking at the very end of the movie, but, like, it was before, like, it was during the credits, so, like, you can assume there's going to be something in, like, this post-credit scene or something. So, like, I was going to the bathroom quick so I could get back in time to see whatever was going to happen. And, like, I went in with this other guy, and, like, he saw me. Like, he was in front of me, and, like, he acknowledged that I was walking in with him. And he went, and there were three urinals, and the guy, the sociopath, took the middle one. 
like consciously <laughs> chose to take the middle urinal. So I would give, I would love to give Avengers Endgame a five star, but I give it a four star just from bathroom courtesy. Yeah. So that's my verdict. What about a uh, volume of eating? Was there any lounge? Not, no, it actually. It was not a very crowded theater, and really, besides that one guy overreacting at that one part, everybody was just super courteous and did their thing. Okay. It was a very, everybody, just very, very courteous audience. So, so four out of five for you? Besides that one guy, he may not even have been in the same theater, but just the bathroom etiquette on his end kind of ruined it for me. But yeah, four out of yeah. five, good drive down, good seat, just poor bathroom etiquette. Are uh-huh. 3D movies still a thing? Like, do not they still do that? as prevalent. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. I'm not a big superhero guy, so I probably won't see yeah, it. Neither am I. I, but, think the, I can't yeah. remember the last one I saw, probably well, the first Avengers. We had this conversation yesterday. Jared said this, and someone asked him how. And I think oh, it probably God. comes from a thing in his past. Like, Jared went as a kid, got trapped in a house fire, and no one came to rescue him. He had to crawl out himself. So ever since then, he's had, like, a very, very I have an large distrust and distaste of superheroes because he was never saved as a kid. I'm glad you picked that one yeah. instead of the alternative I came up with. <laughs> it was the Bruce Wayne. Yeah, my parents got killed in the alley, but instead of avenging them, I was just I like... I just got bitter. I was just like, well, you know, things happen oh, in life, man. and I got put in the foster home system, <laughs> and, uh, system. you know, just just live life now. Yeah, that's why Jared doesn't like superhero movies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't dish out vigilante justice. I was like, well, you oh, know. man. You win some, you lose some. Life moves on. Yeah. You know, I, I'm waiting for the Batman Beyond movie to come out. <laughs> so... I, I'll tell you what, Josh. I'll go with you to a superhero movie when that comes out. All right. I will keep my eye out. <laughs> I, I'm here in uh, 2023. My uncle works for Sony. My so uncle works for Sony. <laughs> I think... I didn't realize that that was like such a widespread joke. Like, cause I, oh, I love that. I remember making that excuse. Like, my, I thought I came up with it myself, but I guess everybody yeah, like makes kids that. kids in uh, kindergarten. Yeah, my uncle works for Nintendo, so I got to play the... N sixty five. Yeah, I got to play like the new games when they come out. Like, I can't let you play it because my uncle will get in trouble. He yeah, he'll get. He's not allowed to tell anyone. That's just like a, such a stupid kids dumb, in yeah kids kid in middle excuse. school. Wait, yeah, you guys uh, don't do that. My yet? uncle works for Sony, <laughs> and uh, he showed me the prototype of the PS four. Yeah. But I can't tell anyone about it now. That joke was obviously when the PS two had just come out. So obviously. before you say, "Hey, PS four is already out," get off my dick. I get it. <laughs> Anyways, so who has the next subject? Anyone have anything they would like to talk about? Mike, Jerry? Yes. So I could take something. I like to keep up with the hard-hitting news. Always. Um, Now that we are not three weeks behind, we have never had more. Yeah. Josh. Influence over our Josh and I previously uh, did a segment where we tried to predict the news. Yes. Um, I think we got it right. Trump did offend somebody. You know? I don't remember who. Not so much host as we are prophets. But, uh, I joked about Venezuela, someone dropping a bomb. And while that hasn't happened yet, there was rioting that's breaking out. There's an attempted coup. Uh, like, the one guy who's trying to oust the current president, uh, is trying to get an armed military to overthrow the government. So what I had predicted doesn't seem too out of question. You seem to be pretty good at I'm reading the times. doing pretty decent. Yeah. And the other one, since I like to uh, reflect on the positive things that the Russians have given us, uh, 
This one came out oh, yeah, just today. Have you heard about it, Mike? About the latest... Uh, oh, yeah, the beluga whales? Yeah. yeah. How about that? That yeah, this, they found uh, using a beluga whales also. for military purposes. Yeah, a Norwegian a Norwegian uh, fish boat. They used to test in World War Two and the Cold, Cold War. War. Cold War, yeah. They used they tested dolphins um, for that same purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, some fisherman was just like fishing, and this really friendly beluga whale came up to it him just and like had a camera on its back, showing up, and it had like a harness. Yeah, it had like a a tight harness thing and a mount for like where a camera would be. And I guess they asked about it, and it's like, yeah, most likely just a Russian military. Is that what the beluga whale said? Yeah. Yeah. This is just just Well, you know. uh, There's my job. I just, uh, it pays the bills. It pays the bills. Oh, my God. Russia explained that one. Like, hey, what's, yo, Putin, what's what's this? What are they expecting to find? I don't know, but it it reminds me of. A lot of boats with tourists. I think it was the Russians that tried to create a a human chimpanzee. Yeah, humanzee. If you listen to the Destination in America channel, they did, and it is now roaming Russia. Oh, really? Several shows have looked for it and have found very shocking evidence of its lack of existence. (laughs) Was it near Chernobyl? (laughs) Probably. I mean. Out of all the places, I would guess. But I, I don't know. I just, I love how uh, Austin Powers joked about Dr. Evil wanted sharks with laser beams attached to their heads. But, I mean, we got whales with cameras, so. Nothing is too silly. E- exactly. Anymore. At this point, I don't know. I just. That's interesting. I, I'm. I'm liking the Russians more and more. Say, I like their intuitive ideas. I don't like, like Mike said. I don't really understand what they're hoping the whale itself is going to go find. Like, are whales really that trainable? Like, besides, like, like yes. you can get them to like, like I know, like SeaWorld or something, you can get them to do like tricks and stuff. Well, like, can you really get what, them like, to like? I know, like dolphins, they can use like different types of whistles and stuff like that underwater yeah. and different sonars to make them do things but like as um, far as training them like a dog to sit and stuff i don't know if you can say hey whale go there like, they're I don't- more they uh like porpoises like that have i think the brain capacity of like a five or six year old human they're actually insanely intelligent i think it's more more trainable than a dog Before but we get back to also joke can kill you way easily yeah sure uh, what did one dolphin say to the other dolphin when he ran into him? You did that on porpoise. Oh, that's pretty much it. What Sorry, it? I didn't do it on porpoise. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little marine mammal humor for you out there. Anyways, back Sorry to the Sorry about that. Spy I didn't mean to. I butchered your. Dang it. Uh. Anyways. Um, <laughs> porpoises don't come up in my conversation often enough. It's really unfortunate. I like that joke. Yeah. Nick doesn't. My little brother doesn't. <laughs> He doesn't like porpoise jokes. <laughs> He's not a big fan of porpoise jokes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I guess the other big one I thought about, it's it kind of goes in the topic because you brought up the movies. I'm assuming the people, the parking lot was packed to see uh, Avengers and not the revival of Hellboy. If I were to venture, I guess. come out yet? Yeah, it's out. Oh, then. It bombed. I... You the wanna, fact I did not even... You want to know what it made opening weekend? $12 million. Which, if that... Movies are funny because that, like, 
first that sounds like a lot but like when you look at like the production of it that's probably like a drop in the bucket of yeah. how much they paid for that well, movie did they, anybody give a crap about the original Hellboy yeah I liked it they did yeah. really well, well. Like, they had like the original Hellboy had like more going for it though it had like Del Toro who is like a guy that's like all about like these like traditional atmospheric. like effects and Actually, atmospheric and appearances thing, isn't that a Marvel movie technically no Hellboy is like a, not DC or Marvel it's like it's own Dark Horse comics or something like that I don't know uh, okay. about it I'm not much I mean, a, I know I'm not much of a comic guy. Maybe that's not technically a superhero comic thing, but I it, like. I that. think you can I count like it. that movie. Yeah, well, that's also because like look who made it and how they made it. Yeah, like, I also like, like Guillermo CGI del Toro nightmare. a lot. Yeah, who was the guy that played Hellboy in the original? That was Ron, Ron Perlman. Perlman. Yeah, the guy from Sons of Anarchy. So this revival, I, at first when I heard about it, I was like, oh, is it like Del Toro and everyone? Like, is it yeah. new? And then I found out, remake, nope, complete reboot, reboot and it bombed hard so that may just be like what they put like when you put any movie up against the last avengers movie of like this big series i feel like that's but it, it came out like two weeks ago or oh three weeks ago I didn't even, oh, maybe it's just bad i didn't then. even know yeah. that many people liked the original hellboy to make a remake of it i mean like it that. wasn't a huge fun but like people enjoyed it it just did it's, it did well it yeah. made it it made like it was yeah, like it, like I like it was a clever movie. Like it wasn't the best thing out there, but like I enjoyed it. And it's it. It one like, of those to make another a reboot. Like do you no, think well it, was it had a sequel that did well yeah. too. Yeah, but like still, I don't. know. I d- ten years later, yeah, it kind of surprised me yeah. when I saw. Well, that that's thing. like one of those comics. Where, like I don't actually know this, but like it feels like it has. I would assume it has like a pretty strong cult following, sort of thing. Like not like traditional. Like I like Iron Man, I like Spider Man. Like these are the people. Like oh, I like Cowboy because for completely different reasons than you would like these other. Yeah. What, did, what was that More movie mainstream. Nick Cage did? Was that Ghost Rider? Yes. Yeah, that, that, one, that one bombed too, didn't it? That did not do too hot. That did not do well. well. Any movie with Nick Cage is just another variation of National Treasure. Pretty much. Like, is he going to find this treasure even though he has a flamed head? Yeah, his head's on fire and he's <laughs> roaming through the National Archives. <laughs> the Declaration of Independence <laughs> talked yeah. in his pannier. Bad combination, fire in the archives. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, if you didn't know that it was out, yeah. I did not. I remember, like, there was a lot of, like, Facebook, like, aired, like, ads for that nonstop for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how about that? Yeah. How about that? Yeah, I don't know. So, my topic idea, sorry, based off all that, was what movie or series would you pick for a revival? Is there something that... Like ones I want to see or ones that I can see happening? Uh, both. Or one that you would choose between those two. I, it's not like a yeah. specific closed topic. Well, I feel like at this point with Disney, we're going to see, like, depending on how well this Lion King movie does, I think we can expect to see a lot more live-action Disney remakes. Like, Aladdin's coming out, and we have Lion King, and, I, like, I could definitely see, like, uh, Little Mermaid getting, like, a live-action sort of thing. Oh, done. yeah, that's a good... I definitely... Snow White, would you That's maybe? Yeah, let's say they haven't done, like, really anything, like, main, like normal... Like, or, they've done, like, some they Snow White-esque stuff, but... They like, technically really... did that, what, Snow White, the And the Huntsman. Huntsman. Yeah, it was, like, that wasn't the traditional source. I can definitely see, like, a more traditional Snow White. Like, oh, yeah, they just... They, they like, had, like they did Beauty... with Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, they had, like, a Beauty and the Beast recently, too, that did really well. So, like, mm-hmm. I, this is definitely becoming a thing. I think Disney's kind of, like, they see money in it because there's, like, that nostalgia the sense Dumbo, of people that want to see it. And at the same time, you have, like, this new group of kids that, like, don't really know these older movies that super well yeah. anymore. So yeah. 
I can definitely see that becoming a thing. Reimagining. I hope they don't do uh, Peter Pan, though. Like, I like the movie Hook way better than the original I feel, Peter Pan. Oh, man, I feel like Peter Pan would be a... Well, but just, like, the movie with Hook, though, it, ah, that's such a good Hook movie. is... That's a fun movie. Like, it it's is. not even, like... It's a Peter Pan movie, but it's not, because, like, it's not, like, what mm-hmm. you think Peter Pan... Like, it's, like, older than Peter Pan, and it's fun, and yeah. it's... Robin Williams is great. Yeah, that's a good movie. This, just, like, the scenery in that movie, like, that was more detail it seemed like it was more detail with the pirate stuff than what like pirates of the caribbean was like they just had so much more set pieces it's an incredible yeah. movie that's one of my favorite movies yeah of that's all a time. that's a fun movie definitely see hook if you haven't seen it i think it's on netflix at least it used to be that's what the last it, time I yeah saw it. it depends what yeah, time period. yeah i was Something gonna goes. say yeah. i was gonna say i love how they do the see these before they're gone and then they end up back up like yeah. a couple months later yeah. oh i was telling okay. josh or yeah josh jared about a documentary on my way over here um called wild wild country I feel like I've heard of this. Uh, it's about this Indian guru who started, like... A cult. Basically, yes, is what they this. say it's a cult. Um, I don't know. He never... What's the cult word? What do you mean? Like, what is it officially when you become a cult, when you basically declare yourself bigger than God? That's, like, why everybody cult. basically declares it a cult, though, right? Like, yeah, up until like, that point, it's not really a cult. It could just be, like, a little club. Like, when you define your, like, like when you declare yourself, like, a divine figure or something. Yeah, I don't know if and you ever did that. use but, it to control others and yeah. don't really let them leave the group. I don't think any of that really happened that way. I feel like just the Oregon public felt that way about it. It's a really, it's an interesting story because, like... Yeah, I don't know about that one specifically. I know there was another one out in that area... That started like harboring guns, like started stockpiling. Like well, they, yeah, they had weapons because I think the locals were starting to get a little hostile with them. That was the only reason that they uh, armed themselves. But that was the Rajneesh. I'd have to, I'd have to see one. it. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, this cult from India. They were looking for a holy land. They bought sixty some thousand acres. Uh, this sixty some thousand acre ranch in Oregon, and yeah, really cool story. Hmm. Like, that interests me. Like, it's just seeing, like, this own subculture develop just over somebody like that. Like, some guy's like, hey, let's... Well, I guess this seems like it's a little more organized outside of this, but, like, your more traditional culture is, like, some guy just super charismatic just decides, hey, I want to do this, and just people form around him, and he makes a compound. Like, well, that's just, like, the psychology of it There's a level of... Uh, yeah... Probably, well, definitely narcissism, yeah. but I I would also say, like, sociopath. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would say... Especially the more, like, the ones that, like, what's it, the juice drinker ones? What was that one? Jim Jones. That's it, Jim Jones. Like, people like that, like, these people, Who like... Was the guy Waco, Texas? Dave Goresh. Yeah, he, like, had all, when, uh, all the women, or all, all the, the women, men's and wives that were there. Yeah, they were he, punished from... Only he could sleep with them, and, so like... So he had, like, 40... He had a harem. Yeah. yeah, it was like I wish I like had a better understanding understanding of like cult mentality. So like, let's say say I'm just generic follower in that cult, and I have a wife. Yeah. Like, what what is your mind process when you're told, "Hey, you, you cannot sleep with your wife, but I, as the leader, am going to sleep well, with your wife." Do you guys want to start one? Well, from the basement. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you any, get. You would have to be the leader. I don't think Jared and I have like the gumption. People, <laughs> people that are vulnerable or you tell them that you know what they're doing is god's will or the truth then if it's someone that you have that brainwashed they'll do whatever you say because they think that that's what god wants yeah so it's but then like 
there are people that were able to use that for the sake of power. Yeah. And that's how you get your, like, Goresh, your Jim Jones. I mean, even even Charles Manson technically would fall into that. Yeah. Just, you know, utilizing... Yeah, I don't know, just being charismatic. And then trying to claim that you're starting a race war, the helter skelter thing. Like that's a it's weird. He was I feel like Charles Manson is a very special like Yeah, he's like acknowledgement just for just how far everything went with everything he did. And just like mm-hmm. even like once he got like sent to jail, just like how things discontinued. Yeah. Like, I was watching a documentary lately. I was, like, on, like, the 70s or something on Netflix, which was also a really good documentary. It's just, like, called The 70s by CNN, but, like, it was, like... like, one for the 2000s? Yeah, 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 yes. It's a great series, but, like, the 70s one was talking about, like, this this cult, like, wave that happened and, like, the Charles Manson stuff. Like, even, like, once he was in prison, like, these girls, like, were still so grossly, like, devoted to him. Oh, devoted to him. It was insane. The one's, like, on her sixth time of trying to get parole. Yeah. And I don't know if she's... She keeps trying to move to, well, like, different Well, they denied the to... one that had, like, a terminal tumor and died. So, yeah, I don't know if she's ever going to get... This one, maybe... I think, was the youngest one. Yeah, maybe uh, one day. Like it's, like, one of those things, like, you have to, like, question if they can even be, like, rehabilitated to the point where it's safe to let them out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel... I don't know, like, maybe going into it, they had some sort of, like, mental instability that made them so impressionable, but, like... Well, that's, that's why... Charles Manson did some damage. Like, like those cults, they target those type of vulnerable people and then they're the people that end up your most loyal attached to it um i mean not much you can do about it but it is what it is we're probably okay so all right so i guess as we slowly make our way towards our conclusion um we haven't done this in a while i figured it'd be fun i like to talk about music recommendations on the podcast and i did not really plan this out before I got here, but I think it'd be fun since we three are just three dudes that like our music a lot, so... And after we gave an entire, like, Yeah, like, we haven't done review. it, like, specifically for the sake of giving recommendations, but, like, we talk about music a lot, so I figured, why not... Okay. Kind of just, like, think of, uh, like, a band apiece. I, well, I was also gonna say, quick one first, best opener, worst opener for Mike, because Josh oh, and yeah. I answered... What do you mean? What's the best opening act like, and worst opening act? You were at a concert and this opening act was incredible, or you were at a concert and how is this opening act touring with insert name here? Um, I'm trying to think. Probably some of my warp tour days, I could probably think of somebody that was horrible at closing. Okay. I mean, yeah, if there was someone at warp tour or somewhere where you were just like, this is awful. I can't think of anything right now. I'm sorry, guys. I know there was one band that I thought was really, like, punky and, like, really just seemed like... Well, I mean, not Falling in Reverse, never a fan. Yeah. I don't like people with the personality that lead singer has. Ronnie. Um, Good old Ronald. Yeah, people that think they're better than everybody else I don't deal well with. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like... Yeah, I wasn't a fan of him. Openers, I've always thought a day to remember was extremely fun. So you saw them? Yeah, I saw them open as well. They, oh yeah, they opened for when I saw Blink One Eighty Two. Blink One Eighty Two was a lot of fun. Um, but a day to remember, they just like have beach balls and. Mm-hmm. I know there was one concert at State College. I wasn't at this concert, but the lead singer got into like a hamster ball and ran out across yeah. the crowd. Like <laughs> stuff like that's 
pretty cool, and they're extremely interactive with the crowd. Um, and everybody gets really pumped up for their songs. And yeah, I like. I thought they were pretty cool to see. Cool. Yeah, I think Josh and I pretty much. Yeah, we talked about into it, it pretty week, heavily. So, but all right. So, music recommendations. Does Go ahead. Have one? I can start. All right. So, this is a band has been around for a while, but I don't know why I didn't start listening to them sooner. This is a band called Cake, and I'm sure you haven't heard the name, maybe, but you've definitely heard of the song. So I was like, going to say, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Going the Distance, like that song, she's... He's Going, going the, distance. the Distance. No, you're going saying it way too, way too enthusiastically. Okay, yeah, like he... The guy, like, kind of, like, talks things it, but yeah, like that Going the Distance song, that that's theirs, and um, Short Skirt... Long Jacket. Long Jacket, that was a song that was pretty popular. Like, if you watched, I think... I never watched it, but I guess the show Chuck... Like, that was, like, the theme song of it. So, okay. Yeah. He's yeah. going the distance. Yeah. So, like, Cake is, like, a folky rock band. Like, folk rock is, like, the best way yeah. I can think to describe it. I, yeah, I... It's kind of, it's like, it's, but like not many, there's like, a, bands just fall like into one genre, Beck, though. Cake. Yeah. They're, they, Earlier Beck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I haven't listened to Beck in yeah. a long... I don't he's, know what I he's I think been he's, like, lately. more experimentally, if I remember right, but I haven't yeah. listened to any of his stuff in a while, but... I guess I'm thinking, like, his first couple. Yeah. Like, early back, like, the full rock sort of, where, like, there's, like, some hip-hop stuff to it, too, mm-hmm. a little bit. So, and, like, what I like about Cake is, like, they have, like, a very prominent trumpet. And, like, it doesn't sound out of place, though. Yeah. It's used in ways, like, oh, yeah, I can see why I can understand the trumpet use right there. So, like, it's really fun. And, like, their songs, like, the songs they write, like, especially like, the one album, Comfort Eagle, like, the lyrics are, like, kind of goofy, but, like, taken seriously. So, like, the one song is just about a guy that's, like, a soap opera singer and like he's just like describing his life and there's like another song that's like um like yeah like going the distance is about like racing and just like kind of just like weird silly song ideas but like taken seriously and like the way they're presented and like it's all really solid and fun and like everything like it sounds different like you can like definitely distinguish cake from other bands when you hear it like oh that is definitely a cake song when you hear it mm-hmm. so that's my recommendation cake check them out word I will uh, do that, even though I already know. <laughs> Did I? That wasn't one I introduced you to, was it? You? I think I've heard a cake before. I think you're the one that like told me it was cake, though. Uh, okay. It was like the same situation I described. Like I knew some of the songs, I just didn't know who it was. Yeah. You got one, Mike? Uh, yeah, I'm scrolling I through. bought a new album, I think last week. Uh, Gary Clark Jr., Oh, yeah, that was uh, a good one. His Black and Blue album. I didn't get his newest album. Um, I wanted to get acquainted with some of it, uh, an older, uh, his album before. That one was pretty popular. So um, that's usually how I find stuff. I listen to the popular music and then dive into the more unheard of stuff later. Um, this time of year, though, I always go back to the punk pop phase. Like, mm-hmm. I've been listening to The Wonder Years a lot and, like, Four Years Strong. Yeah, like, this is like this time of year is just so perfect for it. It is. And, like, I also get really into reggae music at this time of year. Yeah. Um, and I don't mind listening to country music. I don't actively listen to it, but I don't mind when country music's on this time of year. Um, just something about it feels right. So, yeah. Gary Clark Jr. is mine. Gary Clark Jr.? All right. Hmm. Man, I'm torn. Ditto. Dido. 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 <laughs> she came out with a new album, actually. Yeah, she's uh, playing in Philly yeah. here. Well, Jared thinks I, guess I can kind of explain Jared's like struggles right now. So we as a group, like starting like college at some point, we started just like trading music with each other. And like at that point, we all had kind of different tastes in music. 
and just from us like constantly trading like all of our tastes have expanded so like if you look at like our itunes selection like it's just there's a lot going on like yeah the one time i was in a car with my one friend i worked with like we were driving to work and like i had my shuffle on and like it was like it went from like a really like heavy metalcore song to just like a folksy song and then to like a pop punk song like all in a row and like they know like it doesn't really make sense but that's just I love it. Like, it's so much fun having just that array. and like The array, yeah. It also makes it difficult to, like, find, like, a one song to recommend because there's just, like, so much to pick from. Uh-huh. Well, Jared, who do you listen to when you bike or when you're at work? Like, it doesn't have to be somebody new to you, but just somebody you're listening to. That's what I'm... Yeah, like, Cake is an older one. I'm trying to even... Like, it might not be of... new to you, but it might be new to somebody else. You know what? I'll pull up so what like, pull I've up... listened to recently on YouTube and check. Because that's, that's a good... It's a good idea. Because I'll admit it's... It's kind of been all over the place. Um, I've been like listening to a lot of podcast comedian stuff lately, so I'm trying to think musically. Well, who's the new podcast? Well, you don't want to do a competing. Podcast? I heard um, table in the basement. Is yeah, table moving and shaking. I've been really listening to. I guess I can buy Jared some more time. Like we're a little like note on just like us as a podcast. Like I think I mentioned this last week. Just like the Instagram community of podcasts. Once again, it's just been fun to like connect with other podcasts like not that like we talk to them that much at all but like the one guy we mentioned last week like on like his unfazed podcast the guy's name is matt like i talked to him like for like just like a few messages again on instagram and just like it's fun having like this community of people because like if you just like make like a hashtag podcast or hashtag like podcasting in like an instagram post like, you get like a lot of other people are like just starting up their podcast like us like see it and like they like follow you and you follow them like it's fun it's like this cool sort of com- camaraderie thing I don't know. It's been fun. Yeah. No, I feel like yeah. we got like another like three or four today from just like a post I made. Mm-hmm. And like oh, I did shit. like this big when I was seeing end games, like I had like this I got bored when I was in line waiting to get in the theater, so like I thought it'd be funny to do like a like part by part Josh's solo endgame adventure is what I called it. So like I was just like just like talking about things about the movie but not really just like my experience and like I was hashtagging podcasts and like a lot of people from like other podcasts kinda like saw that and like started following us through that. So sweet. That's been funny. Like, All right. completely out of, like, nowhere, weird, like, subjects like ours that, like, one was, like, a role-playing group that, like, played Dungeons & Dragons. Another one was, like, a movie, like, reviewing one. And there's, like, another one that was That's just, pretty like, cool. girls that are just, like, talking about, like, high school culture and stuff, so. What about girls that love cannabis? I haven't heard back from them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was I odd. don't know what they're up to. All right. Um, yeah, they're making a, I think they have a new album coming out this summer so like we said i have a pretty eclectic taste i'm gonna plug run the jewels uh run the jewels is like a rap group with two two um two guys in like their 40s that came together i want to say it's been two or three years ago now uh killer mike who was an atlanta rapper it's like a protege under big boy (laughs) and uh lp who was a uh white brooklyn rapper slash producer it's produced a lot of beats and he he like produces the beats and i don't know i they songs are catchy really incredible flow um if you like outcast you're gonna really like run the jewels because killer mike really Really reminds me with his flow, the way Big Boy raps. So, 
Josh and Mike are looking at me like I'm weird. So. If you like Led Zeppelin, oh, no, Motley just, Crue. No, no, no. I'm just saying, as I'm mentioning, like, oh, Big Boy and his flows, they're oh, looking yeah, at me I like, don't this, I don't I know, know what to is. tell yeah. you. I don't that's, Yeah. Like, we've talked about this, like, yeah. the one call-in episode. Like, I don't know. Run the Jewels to me <laughs> is, that much. yeah, if you like Led Zeppelin, uh, Motley Crue, um, Taylor Swift. And Microsoft and, Word. And Microsoft not, Word. It's Slipknot. Uh, it's all kind of a little bit between there. So Yeah, not at all. Another inside joke clarification. When back in the Warp Tour days, when it would like still tour the country, you would like be in line waiting, and like there would like be like be these really small like upstarting bands that were trying to just like get people to listen to their stuff by like walking around the like Warp Tour line and like getting people to just like listen through like headphones, and like they would carry these signs like for like, fans of yeah. I would say, like, if you're, like, a fan of, like, here's just some bands, like, you know, like Sleep With Sirens and Memphis Mayfire and Silverstein, you're going to love, and then our band, like, whatever their name is, so, like, we thought it would be fun to, like, make our own signs saying, like, hey, if you're a fan of Slipknot and Microsoft Word, Microsoft Word 2007, the Avid Brothers, Flip Flops, and Waffles for Breakfast, you're going to love Belfon Express. Express. One of the funniest times, a uh, side story to what side, Josh side just story. said. Um, the path is twisting. Josh, the one time some kid came up to him and asked him if he wanted to listen to the music. So they put over-the-ear headphones on Josh. And then when the kid took the music off, he asked Josh, what did you think? He's like, they're all right. I prefer Skull Candies. <laughs> but these headphones, they're okay. And the kid just kind of looked at him like a little crushed because Josh... Pretended to not even hear the music and just the quality that was coming out of the headphones. Like I feel bad because like the mu- like I appreciate like them putting themselves out there like that, but at the same time, like when you just go up and like ask, I was like, gonna it's, say it's, it's, it's going rough. To be, it's, it's going a, to it's be awkward spot. either way because like I I appreciate that you're making music. I may not necessarily like your music, and I'm either saying that I don't want to, which is awkward, or that I don't like your stuff, which I don't like to discourage like that because i like that you're making music it's just a very yeah. weird uncomfortable spot to be and so like usually a lot of it's really yeah. heavy in that yes, situation that's also true it's so tough. Like, i mean i like that stuff especially back then but like my gut reaction was like i don't want to hurt this guy's feelings so i'm just gonna do something really weird and stupid and make him just leave confused instead of upset to me when they did that like well we were also at that age where we thought it was funny to yeah. do that too. yeah you guys were really into that like you guys probably would have been able to tell the difference but like for me, like I didn't listen to that hard of stuff. That the to me, like I, they could have taken a song off. I don't know an old Memphis Mayfire yeah. album, and I would have thought it. Was, I would well, have never. That known. was also another problem with that genre. Was there was so much stuff that was just generic sounding. Like a lot of genres have this problem, but that one, like the metalcore genre, especially that then in particular, just the screamo. It just like, blended. So in, much yeah. stuff sounded the same. Like the you would like find like three or four bands that would get you into the genre, and those would be the bands you like, and like. Half the time, there was no incentive to listen to new bands in that genre because they all sounded the same. Yep. that That's the problem I ran into. Yeah. So, like, there's still bands, like, I follow. Like, I don't ever find a whole lot of, like, new heavier bands that, like, I really like that much. Yeah. And when I do, there's normally something weird, like, a experimental sound or something to do with it. But Yeah, they have to have something distinct yeah. for me, to for it to stand out and listen yeah, to. Yeah, so, like, I have, like, August Burns Red and, like, Phineas are, like, the bands in that genre I like, and, like, I will continue to follow them and support them heavily because I love those bands, but, like, other bands that come out in that genre are just, like, they're weak in comparison because it's nothing special. And so, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. So, anyways, that was a side, 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 side note. Yeah, twist and turns, twist and turns, twist that, and turns. The headphones. St- I love that one. That was one of my favorites. Oh, it's so good. There's also the one where there oh. was that group of girls and oh yeah, the now group I, of girls that Josh. Okay, so with. I plugged Run the Jewels. I'm also gonna plug Santa Gold, Santa Gold, 
Um, you can't plug two, Jared. No, you can't. Sorry, two, dude. Next week, next week. Go ahead, Jared. I'll plug her next time then. <laughs> She's like a, I guess, it's like indie pop. It's it's interesting. Uh, check out Disparate Youth. Okay, so we like had, a, if you like Toy Story, <laughs> Avril Lavigne. Honestly, okay. Here's, um Some of the beats almost remind me of like M.I.A., but okay. a little more singing, not quite like what M.I.A. does. So we yeah. had but. an indie rock, a hip-hop, a folk rock, and a country. So that's pretty wide encompassing. I'd say Who's one country? of those. Was yours country or what did no. you say it was? Gary Clark Jr. is uh, kind of. I just heard you talk about country and I just zoned in on that. No, uh, yeah, I don't mind. I'm just, I okay, was, let's this play that game. I... Black or white guy, Gary Clark Jr. Um, or Asian. I don't like this game at all now that I'm in this situation. I'm going to go with a very upstanding gentleman. <laughs> yep, he's a uh, boy. You dodge that bullet. I don't know how to explain him. He kind of he looks like Donald Glover in a way, um, but he's really bluesy and really heavy on the distortion. But it's a really cool blend. I like it. Yeah. Okay, I did not. I did not get the right definition. I'm sorry about that. No, <laughs> no, no listen. No I worries. Clarify. <laughs> and a country. Artist. No, I was oh, just saying boy, like I what I'm into. Like, that wrong. <laughs> Gary Clark Jr.'s the like the. Something I recommend, but what I'm into at this time period is I also threw that in there. Oh, okay, it was a gotcha, side gotcha. note, but yeah. Oh, well, definitely, yeah. Springtime is just a wonderful time for like pop punk and like That's country right. stuff. Yeah, it yeah. just cruising to that music just feels great. But like listening to country it. in the winter, it's like uh uh-uh, uh next yeah, station. Same for like pop uh-uh, punk. It's like no, thank you. All right, no, cool. No, thank you. Like I can find you now, and it could be better, just not at this time of year. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, Ocean Avenue. Just gonna put you on hold for a little while. <laughs> so yeah, that was music stuff and all that, and we're. We like to go for around an hour and a half here just because, I don't know. Eh, we like at to least give you, an hour and a half, and we like, I'm thinking yeah. we're recording on a weeknight tonight. Yeah, that's so. all I was going to say. It's also Tuesday just because it's a busy weekend, so don't here up. we are Tuesday <laughs> night. Tuesday. So, well, yeah. yeah, we like to give you just so much different options of content to hear us talk about that we just want to just, yeah. as much as possible. That's right. Just go on and on and on. So, <laughs> yeah. This has been Table in a Basement. Thank you very much for listening to us. Our wonderful captives by consent. That's right. By consent. Do not misinterpret what I'm saying or cut that out and make a terrible sound bit. Anyways, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed episode 16, and I hope you look forward to episode 17A because 17 original will be deleted on accident because that's just how we roll. Yep, usually. (laughs) Have a wonderful whatever you're up to. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) Woo! Reluctantly crouched at the starting line Engines pumping and thumping in time The green light flashes, the flags go up Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank Fuel burning fast on an empty tank Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns Their prowess is potent and secretly stern As they speed through the finish, the flags go down The fans get up and they get out of town The arena is empty, except for one man Still driving and striving as fast as he can The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns He's going the distance He's going for speed She's all alone All alone in a time of need Because he's racing and pacing And plotting the 
Bowls, no flashbulbs, no wine. He's haunted by something he cannot define. Bowel-shaking earthquakes of doubt and remorse assail him, impale him with monster truck force. In his mind, he's still driving, still making the grade. She's hoping in time that her memories will fade. Cause he's racing and pacing and potting the course. He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago, somebody left with the cup. But he's striving and driving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom he's 